I'm Andrea, and I believe that women have the answers, that when we come together, we can create great things. So I've created this space for women to share their stories that unite and connect us. You're listening to Our Story Speaks. Welcome, friends, and thank you for joining me today. Today, I'd like to talk about gratitude. And as that is meant to be the point of the upcoming holiday, it feels like the right time. Gratitude seems sort of buzzy right now, along with things like self-care, but I'd like to push past that for a moment and talk about how having a practice around gratitude has actually helped me tremendously. Historically, uh, and as I've spoken about before, I am an avoider of feelings. Not other people's, but my own. Discomfort arises, and I want to avoid that space. I've done this by hiding or numbing, ignoring all the things. In fact, did you know if you eat a whole pint of Ben & Jerry's in one sitting, it's hard to feel sad about your divorce because your stomach hurts from all the milk and sugar. And then you feel lots of shame and that helps you avoid feeling sad about your mom's death. Eventually you're so busy hating on yourself and making plans to change that you don't have time to think about how you've disappointed yourself by not doing enough at home, in your career, and in your community. I saw a meme the other day that rang so true to me. It said, people think alcoholics love alcohol. This isn't true, they just hate themselves. Obviously, you can insert any negative or destructive behavior and you get the idea. It can feel easier to numb and hide than to sit with your feelings, especially when you don't know how. I don't know about you, but I did not receive any formal or much informal training on emotional regulation as a young person. I was not regularly invited to share and sit with my feelings. I recognized the value of such an experience, but I did not know how to do this well. Also, let's be honest, I wasn't modeled much of this behavior at home or out in the world. Sincerity and vulnerability were not qualities highly praised or revered. In fact, more like cool, distant, funny, light, fun, put together, those are the personality traits I was taught to strive for. And again, if I'm being honest, those are still the traits that make people most comfortable. Or maybe it's comfortably uncomfortable because we both, we all know it's not real. At least it's not the whole truth. And when that's all we present to the world, we participate in setting up unrealistic expectations and we perpetuate the I'm fine myth. So what does that have to do with gratitude? Well, in my quest to live a more honest and wholehearted existence, where I don't want to run or hide from my feelings or uncomfortable emotions, I've come across the virtue of gratitude. The science behind this, the practice of gratitude is impressive. A 2017 study on the practice of daily gratitude writing showed four things. One, gratitude disconnects us from toxic, negative emotions and the ruminating that often, often accompanies them. Writing a letter shifts our attention so that our focus is on positive emotions. Like, yeah, ruminating happens a lot. Two, expressing gratitude helps us even if we don't explicitly share it with someone. We're happier and more satisfied with life because we can, because we completed this exercise, which is awesome because you can do it by yourself and you can do it anywhere. Three, 
The positive effects of gratitude writing compound like interest. You might not notice the benefit of a daily or weekly practice, but after several weeks and months, you will. This is 100% true and exactly the same reason why meditation works, because it's the practice and this it's the intention around your practice. And four, a gratitude practice trains the brain to be more in tune with experiencing gratitude. So a positive plus a positive equal more positives. I'll be sure to put the study link in the show notes. And P.S. If you haven't explored the Greater Good Science Center out of Berkeley, you really should. I'll put their link in the show notes as well. So gratitude has made its way into my daily habits and many wellness folks will encourage a daily gratitude practice. This is a sweet way to consistently acknowledge all that we have to be grateful for. You can do this in a variety of ways. I will often journal my gratitude. Gratitude is really easy in the morning or when life is good. In fact, one item that makes my list almost always is the heated seats in my car. I'll never get over this. I actually love being in the car for this very reason. I also try to notice the little things that I'm grateful for and I know it's a privilege to have. Like I have a really nice pillow that makes sleeping wonderful. I have enough quality food every day. And every day I have options, I have choices, like how I choose to show up in the world, my attitude, and that is a big deal. And if you're in recovery like I am, you'll understand how waking up on a Saturday morning rested with energy never gets old, ever, not even once. So recently I had an experience where I started to feel really uncomfortable. I had an event in the afternoon that I wasn't looking forward to and all morning I was feeling out of sorts, uncomfortable and generally like hiding under my covers all day. But it really wasn't an option to skip the afternoon event or numb or hide. And since I don't wanna show up like that, I was sort of desperate to get out of my own way. I decided in a genius moment of clarity to sit down and begin writing out my gratitude list until I felt better. I was not going to get up until I had changed my state of mind. I literally sat on my bed and wrote down everything I felt sincerely grateful for and I just wrote and wrote until I could feel just enough shift in my mood to continue with my day. It wasn't perfect, but it was significantly better. This moment was such a win for me personally because I was able to push through discomfort in a healthy, non-ice cream sort of way, which is winning. I've been able to repeat this experience multiple times now. And the cool thing is, once you find it works, you begin making new positive associations in your brain. In fact, the last few times I did this, it was the first place my brain went instead of the desire to scroll or get a dopamine hit from a new pair of shoes. This simple, easy, and quick practice is helping me to rewire my brain. I'm sharing this because if you're like me, you need things that work and are easy to understand. I've spent time listening to complex ideas about the ego and attachment, other next level concepts that have left me confused or overwhelmed at times. But I do understand what gratitude feels like. This year in particular, I have experienced some incredible shifts in my life that have left me with deep, resonating gratitude. However, I don't know if I could have seen that a few years ago if I wasn't paying attention regularly 
and acknowledging the things that I'm grateful for. I could have easily missed the lessons and skipped the gratitude. The quickest way for me to get in a gratitude space is to think about someone cooking a meal for me. I don't care what they're making. If someone else is taking the time to prepare food for me that I don't have to plan, think about, clean up after, it is such a gift. And every time I'm so grateful. I know parents out there understand what I'm talking about. An addiction therapist explained to me how true gratitude cannot occupy the same space as anger or depression or whatever negative emotion you're experiencing. He taught me that pausing before reacting and inviting gratitude for the person or situation will de-escalate your emotional reaction. The example given was an argument with your person. So before you blow up the house and burn the relationship to the ground, you know, otherwise known as a poor reaction, pause and remember something you're grateful for about that person. Now, I know this is super hard, like really hard. I really get that. So my person in particular is really amazing at singing my littlest man to sleep at night. He's very patient at bedtime, whereas I am less so. And I truly love this about him. I have established this in my mind as one thing I am grateful for about him. And when a moment of frustration or whatever arises, I can easily recall this and feel the intensity of my reaction lowering. But I have to front load this. I have to have already acknowledged this and established this in my mind as something I'm grateful for about him. Because when you're angry or upset, it's not the time to go searching for something you're grateful for. Maybe a superhero could pull this off, but not me, you know, future goals. Also, there is no caveat with this gratitude. He is always good about this and I am always grateful for it. There's no most of the time I'm grateful for this. And I think that's the key. You can't give yourself any opening here. It has to be something you feel gratitude for and trust 100% of the time. So in that heated moment, or in that moment just before, Tara Brock calls it the sacred pause, which I love, I can call on this to de-escalate my own internal environment. Because let's be honest, we don't want to blow up our relationships. That's not why we say yes to someone, or to friendships, or to strangers. I know one couple in particular who spend most of their life together fighting, arguing, saying awful things to one another, and it's painful. And I don't want to live that way, and I certainly don't want to teach my children about relationship dynamics like that. Coming back to a feeling of gratitude in a heated moment is not easy. It's literally something to be practiced. Just like squats or planks, it's not easy or comfortable. But consistency proves them to be effective. Everything worth having is uphill. Finally, I have found gratitude improving my life uh, with my children. Practicing gratitude in front of my children is so important to me. Not only because I want to teach and model to them habits and ideas that will actually make their lives better, but because I want them to understand that they have so much to be grateful for. I don't want children who think gratitude is reserved for the holidays. And I have to walk that line as a parent between giving them everything their little hearts desire and teaching them how to be good people in the world. 
how to develop what our family calls rescue hearts. A rescue heart is someone who recognizes their privilege and works hard to share and help others who don't have the same advantages. A rescue heart has deep gratitude for their circumstances and understands the responsibility to help when necessary and appropriate. It's not always appropriate, but that is a conversation for another time. Gratitude is a simple place to start as a parent. To complement the values I want to instill in my children, and I do this before meals, at bedtime, randomly on walks, pop quiz style, it's fun and connecting, especially when you dive into it and have a conversation around it. And so friends, that's what I've got on gratitude today. I think in many ways, I'm just beginning to explore and see the benefits of living a life full of gratitude. But I can tell you for sure that it has changed me. The way information comes filtering through my mind and the way I react to things. I would love to hear how gratitude works in your life. I'd love to hear your, about your practice. So please share this with me. Also, if you like this episode and you found value here, please share this with your friends. Thank you. I love you. And I'm listening. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. I hope you got some value out of what you heard today. You can find information about upcoming episodes on Facebook and Instagram at Our Story Speaks. You can also email me at OurStorySpeaks2019 at gmail.com. So please send me an email if you have a story to share with other women. You can now listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and Anchor. I have excellent guests and topics in stores, so please like, share, and subscribe. Send me your feedback and leave comments. I'd love to hear from you.